So you're thinking about making the move to Pinckney, Michigan, or maybe you're wondering what the city is all about and why you should consider making the move there. All your curiosities will be touched on right now. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. What's going on everyone, Andrew McManaman here with Living in Michigan and also your all-time favorite Michigan realtor. So if you're looking to buy, sell, invest in real estate, don't hesitate to reach out. Before I jump into the pros and cons list, for those of you that had no idea a city in Michigan by the name of Pinckney existed, to be 100% transparent with you, this city is hell. Kidding, that just so happens to be an unincorporated community just three miles away from Pinckney. Hell, Michigan, go check it out if you don't believe me. Pinckney isn't fire and pitchforks, it's this itty bitty village that was incorporated in 1883 and is about 1.67 square miles in size with a population of just over 2,400 people. Just to put into perspective how small that population is, imagine piling into the Detroit Opera House and having 300 empty seats. Pinckney is located in Livingston County, roughly 10 to 12 miles from Brighton and Howell, and is roughly 22 miles from Ann Arbor. Transitioning into the pros to living in Pinckney, Michigan, we have number one, the community. This is no secret, of course, because with small towns, there tends to be a greater sense of community. Just these few reviews of Pinckney, Michigan from current and former residents describe how great the community actually is. It's very easy when living in the metro Detroit area, more so close to the bigger cities, that you just feel like a dime a dozen. But in small communities like Pinckney, you have the opportunity to be well known and be a part of something big. And I truly believe that there's a big appeal in that. Niche.com actually rated Pinckney, Michigan to be the 10th best place to live in Livingston County. And the community is definitely a huge factor to that ranking as it's based on factors such as affordability, the local housing market, neighborhood diversity, area public schools, walkability, and so much more. Moving along to pro number two, the chain of lakes. So just like anywhere in Michigan, the township, city, and county geography can get extremely confusing and the term village, in reference to a lot of the areas in Michigan, is a relatively loose term based on region. I say this because when you look up Pinckney on a map, it's this little region with not a whole lot going on. But the Pinckney address spreads out farther than just that and on top of that there's intersecting regions for Putnam, Hamburg, and Dexter Township along with the nearby cities of Dexter, Whitmore Lake, and Hell, Michigan. Pinckney and the surrounding areas have been blessed with what is called the Huron River Chain of Lakes, which consists of Portage, Little Portage, Baseline, Zuki, Strawberry, Whitewood, Gallagher, or and Tamarick Lake. So all those lakes. All these lakes were so conveniently tied together by the Huron River that 18th century French fur traders traveled from Lake Erie to the larger lakes for trade. All these lakes have something unique and amazing to offer as they range in size, shape, features, and so much more that thousands and thousands of waterfront homeowners can attest to. You could get a home anywhere from the low 300s to well over a million dollars along the chain of lakes. Jumping on over to pro number three, we have the cost of living. Pingley's cost of living isn't by any means the cheapest in the state or anything like that, but I wanted to shed a little perspective on it in a positive way. As you can see from the graph provided by bestplaces.net that displays the cost of living not only in Pinckney, but the state of Michigan as a whole, along with the nation as well. 
Igni's overall cost of living comes in at a 111.4 overall. And from what you can see, that's really pushing that overall up is housing and transportation. I have touched on why transportation is high in Michigan in numerous videos. So if that's something that interests you, I'll link a video or two below to break that down for you. As far as housing, this figure can be taken in a few different ways. So I'll switch to this chart provided by the multiple listing service to show you what the average sale price is for homes in Pinckney, along with some of the nearby cities to give you a better idea of how the cities compare. As you can see, the average sale price in Pinckney is just over $273,000, which is a 12.7% increase from a year ago. And looking at the other nearby cities, it's safe to say Pinckney is on the lower end of the spectrum. Pinckney is one of the few areas in Livingston County where you can get a fully remodeled three bedroom, two bathroom home for under $270,000. Whereas in places like Brighton, you'd be lucky to get something with that same criteria for $350,000. Brighton is the focal point to Livingston County. It's the most desirable and appealing city to live in in the area. And a lot of people will move to cities and villages like Pinckney to get something more affordable with the ability to experience the city of Brighton with a less painful commute. And if you're interested in Brighton, I have made a ton of videos. I will link in the description below if you're interested. The next graph I wanna show before I move on to the cons pertains to the amount of homes for sale. As you can see from the graph, Pinckney is pretty consistent when it comes to home for sale. Keep in mind, this is the 1.67 square mile village of Pinckney. So of course, the number is going to be relatively low, but it's safe to say that if there was a pressing issue or hatred toward the area, there would be some more homes for sale to say the least. Moving on to what you came here for, the cons of living in Pinckney, Michigan, starting off with number one, the location. I know I was just hyping the area up saying it's so nice and close to Brighton, Ann Arbor and Howell, but there's a little more to a location than its proximity to three other cities. As you can see from this aerial view of Pinckney, the one major highway that runs through is M36, which runs east to west until it hits M52 on the west or US 23 on the east. The problem is Pinckney is pretty centrally located on M36, so it takes over 20 or so minutes just to get to another intersecting highway or interstate, which can definitely add some time to your daily commute. Pinckney tends to be a little more rural, so of course there's an expectation when it comes to a longer commute, but it's something to keep in mind as I can honestly say some of the biggest complaints from homeowners have to do with their lengthy commutes. Expanding more on this point brings us to number two, not so much to do. Along M36 is everything you could ever need when living in an area, but with small towns, you tend to lack variety. I know there's at least a few people out there who can relate to this. It's like a city having one gas station, a few restaurants, maybe a McDonald's, a church, and possibly one form of entertainment. This isn't a direct depiction of Pinckney by any means, but sometimes it never hurts to have a little variety, and a few reviews from current residents have even said they go to other nearby cities for stuff to do, especially at night since the nightlife is lacking. Of course, I can imagine a high school football game could get the town pretty rowdy on Friday nights. The city might put on their annual St. Patrick's Day or Memorial Day parades, have one of the best 100 acre paintball and airsoft fields at Hell Survivors Paintball and Airsoft Playfield and have great nature and recreational options at Lakelands Trail State Park and Pinckney Rec. But aside from that, current and former residents complain this small town doesn't have a whole lot outside of that. Unless you're fortunate enough to own a waterfront home on one of the lakes on the chain of lakes. Last but not least, we have con number three, the opportunity. 
As you can see, all these cons have all come down to the town being rural, and with that comes a lack of opportunity where you'll have a longer commute and not have the city amenities a lot of the other cities have. But one of the few things you can take advantage of is privacy and seclusion in a rural small town like Pinckney. So be sure to keep that in mind if that's of importance. As you can see from the snippet about working in Pinckney, they earned a rating of a B plus and has a median household income of over $77,000. This reviewer says it a little harshly that job opportunities are lacking and if you're someone with dreams and ambitions, you shouldn't live here. I'd have to respectfully disagree, not so much with the lack of job opportunity mention, but the not living there aspect. In Michigan, you'll come to find out that the majority of people don't even work in the city they live in. My whole family, for example, which consists of six people, not including me, live in a different city than they work in. I know this might come as a shock to a lot of the out-of-staters out there, but if you see how small our cities are compared to a lot of the metro areas around the country, you'd understand the truth behind this. There's nothing wrong with this, of course, it's just something to consider when you come across another comment like that, when most times it has nothing to do with your job or career. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would, follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on. I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.